This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Everyone's here is super smiling. This message of unconditional love. Boys in the Air Force, super smiling. Here to save the day. Kindness is the way. We begin now. Hi, everybody. We are on a super smiley adventure where we know that animals are healers and teachers, and they will always lead us on grand adventures. All we have to do is be open to what they have to say and where they want to take us. I'm Megan Blake, dog trainer and the pet lifestyle coach. On our show, you get pet information, but even better, inspiration and integration of all things you can use for your life with your pets. Our show is inspired by and named after my handsome shelter dog, Super Smiley, who led me on a lifetime of adventures. And I know his beautiful spirit is with me right now and every day. And Smiley had a true calling. He was a handsome shelter mutt. He inspired the world's first kindness program, teaching kids kindness through pets, the Super Smiley Project. We traveled the whole country together, speaking to thousands of kids about the lessons pets can teach us. Two songs were inspired by and written for him. He was a film and television actor and a therapy dog with deep missions. And Smiley personally knew and loved our guests today, who are television stars, film stars, and forces of nature in the music industry. They just won at MTV's Video Music Awards for the best comeback song. They just played Lollapalooza. Their album, Into the Rush, was certified gold, and their song, Potential Breakup Song, was certified platinum, with Time Magazine stating it was one of the best songs of that year. They're actually sisters, and together they started their powerful careers as Disney stars, as young actors and singers, starring in the series Phil of the Future and the film Cowbells, and touring the country as the musical duo Allie and AJ. They both continued to gain crazy momentum, with Allie starring in many films and TV series, including iZombie, MacGyver, Two and a Half Men, Hellcats, and AJ starring in The Goldberg School, The Guardian, and the highly acclaimed film Secretariat and Lovely Bones. And I could just go on and on and on, but let me welcome Allie and AJ. Hey! Hi again! <laughs> it's so great to see y'all. It's so great to see you two again. You as well. Oh, thank you for such a beautiful intro. That was so nice. Yeah, I was serious. We could just go on and on and on and on, but I wanted everybody to know how really special and talented and accomplished you two are. And I know you two are huge animal lovers and advocates that you even had your own dogs on tour with you. But before we get to the pets, let's hear about all the music that you've been creating. The first, first one of your hits, the potential breakup song suddenly had a mega rebirth and won at the VMAs. Tell us about that. It all kind of came together in this very kind of funny way. I mean, we we definitely were not expecting the song to take off so quickly on TikTok. At this point, we were not active on TikTok, but we would sometimes open the app and watch some of the videos. But then we started kind of getting this onslaught of girlfriends that were sending us videos of people singing to the song. And it just started this kind of wave of fan appreciation for the song that was, you know, 14 years old. And so AJ and I decided to do a re-release of the song and we made an explicit version and it was just really fun. We did a whole, you know, remaster on it and the production is different, but we tried to stay, you know, true to the original tune still. Yeah. And I love the way the new video, it starts acapella, the one that the version that I saw on the internet with slow dancing, right? It's so beautiful. Tell us, how did you come to do that? I love you're You're not living till you're living with me and then start so slow and beautiful. Tell us how you came to that 
decision? Oh, well, I think with the excitement of potential breakup song, getting like a second life, TikTok asked us to be a part of their New Year's Eve special this past year. And they asked us, you know, would you guys do like a medley of songs? And we said, well, we've just released this really important song to us. It's called Slow Dancing. And, you know, there's kind of a, an, an interesting process between putting two songs together and creating this interesting dynamic between two tunes that are completely different from each other. So we said, well, we'll take one of our biggest hits from the past and we'll perform that. And we'll take one of our current singles that really matters to us and perform that. And we blended them together and we started, you know, acapella sitting on the studio at Sunset Sound. And we just decided, well, it would be neat to show people that Allie and I, you know, are kind of a force just with our two voices. And sometimes that's all you need, you know, as sisters and as blood, you can do a lot with two vocals. And so we decided let's start out this song really broken down and then rock out, you know, with potential breakup song. And so it became this kind of really interesting mashup. And I think it turned out really cool. It did. It's amazing. And it, the first, the acapella, it really draws you in. It is so intimate. You mentioned force and blood sisters. It just draws you right in. And then Bam! You know, y'all are right in the camera. And it's just, it is so awesome. I encourage everybody to check that out. Go find it. Is, is that listed under potential breakup song? That's how I found the video, right? Yeah, it is. It's on our YouTube channel. So yeah, if you just look up Allie and AJ, it's from January of this year. So it was kind of first performance of the year, which made it really special. Yeah, so cool. And y'all just played Lollapalooza, right? Tell us about what is it like being at Lollapalooza? I can't even imagine. Tell us. Incredible. Yeah, it was a, definitely a, a dream of ours to to play um, a festival in, in the States. You know, we kind of always made this pact that we wouldn't attend a festival until we played one. So that was really the first one that we'd ever gone to. I mean, it, it took us 30 and 32 years, but you know, hey, better late than never. We got to play on the main stage, which was really incredible. And the set just went perfect. You know, there was kind of not one moment that we didn't feel was portrayed the way that we intended it to be. And it was just, I don't know, it was one of those really magical cosmic moments for us as a band and as sisters and just, you know, having made music for as long as we have, having never experienced that kind of a crowd before, that was definitely a first. Yep. That was my first thought when you said that you made a pact to not attend a festival unless you're playing. And then you're on stage, probably looking out over the sea of people. I would imagine that'd be kind of mind blowing, kind of crazy, right? It was. It really, <laughs> it really was. I got pretty emotional right when we walked out because I wasn't expecting that kind of crowd at one o'clock. You know, even though we were on the main stage, we were technically opening the entire event. And so you don't know how many people are going to show up that early and it's hot. And, you know, it's also, it's one of the first really big events back, you know, and it was amazing to be on stage with my sister and hit that first chord, you know, into pretty places and just know, all right, we're on a ride now for the next 45 minutes. Let's just soak it up. It was really special. Oh my gosh. And your brand new album, let's talk about that. It's called a touch of the beat gets you up on your feet, gets you out and then into the sun. And it's named after a line from one of your songs. And I love that video too. The, I, the don't need nothing. It looks like it's shot in the fields with the, of California with the pepper trees, kind of a sixties vibe. And it feels like hope, like looking forward. Tell us about that. You write your songs, right? Tell us about the feeling you wanted to create this intimate message. Yeah, we, um, we ended up shooting it out near where our mom lives in San Ynez. And it was just me and AJ and our director who happens to be my husband. We didn't really have a crew. We just decided that we wanted to kind of run off and make this really kind of hopeful, like you were saying, somewhat psychedelic video that pays some homage to a movie that AJ and I both really love called Daisies. 
And it's kind of our personal take on the film. And I just, I really love how it, how it turned out. It definitely had this side that we don't share in a lot of our videos usually. And it had, it had this really playful side to our relationship and our sisterhood that was perfectly captured. And um, it would probably be up there with one of my top three favorite music videos that we've ever put out. I loved it. And what you just said, I, I got all of that kind of the psychedelic, the sixties, the intimate vibe. I loved it. And with you there, with both of you, there's so much to talk about the film, the TV series. I want to touch on everything, but let's go back to some pet connections. Now, when you first started working as very young talents, you took your dog on tour, right? Tell us about your doggies and, and AJ, I see you've got your little dog there. Tell us about where right. <laughs> Tell well, us. I had, I mean, we can start with Willow because she's been around the longest. You've met Willow. I mean, we've now had yeah. this dog 13 years and she's been on tour with us many times. You know, she's older now, so I, I leave her behind. She now stays with my mom because it's a lot to be on tour. It's stressful. She's little. She gets a little anxious, um, especially when I leave the tour bus and go play. But, you know, she's my, she's my little rock. She's my best friend. She's everything to me. And she's been a part of songwriting sessions. She's been there when we're approving mixes, when you know, we finalized a track and it's going on the record. Big monumental moments in our career that you actually end up celebrating with a pet. It's really sweet. And it's funny because I think of the title, A Touch of the Beat Gets You Up on Your Feet, Gets You Out of the End of the Sun. And that feels like a, a title that like if Super Smiley had an album, that, that's what it was named. And it, it, seeing the poster behind you and when you mentioned the title, I was like, that, that's what he would name a record if he was putting one out. Oh, thank you, AJ. That's so, so, so sweet. Thank you yeah. for saying that. Um, I heard well, and he was just such an amazing, amazing pet. And we're so lucky. We've Allie and I have grown up with animals. You know, we've had dogs our whole lives. At one point in a house, we had six in one home, and now I'm down to one. And she's my best friend, and she's been a part of every big moment for me. You know, from the moment I found out I was doing um, the spinoff of the Goldbergs and and getting my own opportunity to star in the show, that was she was with me. And the moment where we found out. You know, we were going viral on TikTok. She was with me. You have all these <laughs> moments that isn't necessarily with you. And you might be on the phone or you're in the car. And it's always well out by my side when these big moments happen. It's really cool. And then Allie, you know, her dog, Bixby, her rescue goes everywhere. He's like our main tour buddy now. And he's he's a lot younger than Willow. And he's bigger. He can handle the the touring life. I'll let her tell you about her dogs. Do you want to tell us about your dog, <laughs> Allie? I have two in my life right now. Money Penny, who's older, she's 12. I remember Money Penny. I remember Money Penny. Yes! Been around. I think she's holding out until she's about 20. She's going to live forever. <laughs> you know, she usually stays home when we go out on the road because she gets a little bit overwhelmed with the bus and the people and she's little. So she would rather just be with my mom. But Bixby is the dog that I got very soon after I was married and we decided to rescue because of course rescuing is the best. And he's a little Puerto Rican mutt and he's just the love of our life. He's like our, our actual child. And he comes out on the road with us and he's just such a good boy. He loves the crew. He is just super well adapted with people and, and other pets. He's just a really, really good dog. He's super hairy. That's his only downfall. He has a lot of black hair that I'm constantly fighting from the bed to the couch to the floors. But other than that, he's great. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's worth it putting up with some of that. I remember being on a red carpet one time with Polly Peretti. You know, it was for the animals, of course. And everybody has dog hair all over them, like evening gowns and dog hair. And she said, if you're not covered in dog hair, you're just not cool. I don't want to talk to you, you know? That <laughs> reminds me of. And I want to hear all about your other animals, more animal stories, your connection to horses, how you all brought a squirrel to my house in Malibu, and more Hollywood film and TV right after this break. Smiley, are you still with us? Good boy. Hey friends, 12 million. That's the number of dogs and cats this year alone that will be diagnosed with cancer or another chronic disease. But we can all fight back with a scientifically proven, all-natural, super antioxidant called C60. This incredible, Nobel Prize-winning, vet-approved product is now available for our best friends, our pets. Do what hundreds of pet owners have already done. Get your pet on the path to a healthier, happier, and longer life. Pet Life Radio listeners will receive 10% off their first bottle. Go to PetsLoveC60.com to learn more. This is a limited time offer, so go to PetsLoveC60.com today. That's PetsLove, the letter C, the numbers 60.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Everyone cheering, super smiling, this message of unconditional love. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with VMA winners, Ali and AJ. Hey, y'all. Hi. I'm so excited to say VMA winners. That is so awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. But first, we just heard a commercial on the break here, and I want to mention something really special and personal that I've discovered for our pets, dogs, cats, and horses. And I hope y'all were listening during the break because now you all know that I'm always on the lookout for ways to improve our lives with our pets. And, we, and you all know how much I love my dear Super Smiley and my beautiful horse Starfire. And if there's any way I can help our pets live longer with less pain, less disease, I will share it with you. And I've literally found a Nobel Prize winning wonder molecule. Nobel Prize winning. It's an antioxidant over 172 times stronger than vitamin C with over 28,000 published papers on its ingredients. This is crazy. It's called C60 for carbon 60. That's C60. And my biggest endorsement of it is that my new German Shepherd on Indeed is taking it. My mini horse is taking it and I'm taking it. So I want to personally invite you all to try it with us and you'll get a 10% super smiley adventure discount. Go to petslovec60.com and it's all there. It's there for people too. And, and Allie and AJ, it's so special. I'm going to send y'all a bottle so y'all can try it too. I want y'all to try it. You would love it. And horse would love it too, I'm sure. So that's actually like really cool. Yeah. I love that. We're in. Please send oh, it our cool. way. Oh, thank you. That's so cool. Okay. So, so, okay. So on with the show. So Allie and AJ, we've known each other for a long time and I'm so thrilled for your VMA win and all you've accomplished. But do y'all remember when you came over to my house in Malibu and you brought a squirrel to that we were going to put a house up and rescue? Let's tell everybody about our personal experience together with the squirrel in Malibu. Oh my gosh. I'll never forget this. Um, <laughs> squirrel in the yard, a baby, and she rehabilitated the squirrel. And I remember we said, what are we going to do with this squirrel? And you at the time, you guys were living in Malibu. You said, well, there's like an incredible Malibu sanctuary out here where they take, you know, squirrels who have been rehabilitated and they release them back into the wild in a really safe way. And we made that outing. That trip was with you and Kim. I'll never forget it. 
And it was emotional because it was a baby that our mom had basically kind of brought back to health. This baby squirrel was abandoned by her mom. And I remember us just saying, well, we trust Kim and Megan. I believe Malibu is the place to be for any squirrel. And, <laughs> and you know, back in the wild. And I don't know if you remember the other squirrel story. My mom always wanted a flying squirrel. And so for her, I think it was her 40th birthday, Allie and I got her a flying squirrel. Oh my God. Our life too for a while, but that's a whole other story. But I'll never forget mom rescuing a squirrel in her yard and us saying, what are we going to do with this thing? And you guys said, Malibu, we got to rehabilitate. <laughs> and we actually, we put the big squirrel house, a big fancy yeah. house up in this gorgeous, gorgeous tree. And, yeah. and it was happy living in that tree. And you all also had a pony when you were little, little girls, right? Y'all have ex lots of experience with horses, right? Tell us yeah, about your we ended up like co-leasing a horse at our barn when we were growing up as young girls outside of Seattle when we were still living up there. And it was such a wonderful experience. You know, it, I think it taught us a lot. It gave us a lot of patience and responsibility to look after this majestic creature. And we just adored it. You know, my dream in life is to own my own horse. I would love that in my later years. It would be so neat to just be able to like have property where I can go outside my house and my horse is right there and I can just, you know, do trail rides and, and maybe a little jumping, but just for fun, no competition. Yeah. Age and I, we've always grown up around horses and felt very comfortable around them. And then our mom ended up moving out to San Inez and deciding that she wanted to purchase a horse. And she has a, a beautiful horse named Theo that is such an angel and age and I both ride him whenever we're out there and, and it's just so nice. It's so nice to get the, the therapy of working oh, yeah. on such a different level than, you know, talk therapy. It's definitely just as healing in its own special way. It is. I think even in a way it's even more, more healing because they, they're so grounded and, and big shout yeah. out to Carrie, by the way, your mother. Hey, Carrie, I Hi. miss you. <laughs> and AJ, you, I'm, I'm jumping all over because we have very little time, but there's so like, I feel like I could talk with y'all for a solid week, but we're going to do it on a little tiny show here. And AJ, you went to the Emmys when you were filming the TV series, The Guardian. You yeah. were playing Farrah Fawcett's granddaughter. And y'all remember Jay Bernstein introduced us initially to each other and to Farrah initially. And AJ, you went to the Emmys. I don't know if you know this. You went on my ticket because I was in Florida shooting my TV series, Animal Attractions TV. That is such a crazy, crazy role. So tell us, AJ, what was it like going to the Emmys as such a young television star? What was that like? Oh, well, I mean, that experience was incredible. I, the funny thing is, I think that's the first and only time I've been to the Emmys, um, which is insane. But I'm looking forward to coming back as an adult. I mean, I was, I guess, 10 or 11. And I'll never forget. You're right. I was I took your ticket and I went with Kim and we had a blast. I remember meeting a lot of really incredible people. And, you know, you're young and you're kind of overwhelmed, but you're just trying to soak up every moment. And I remember not even being that aware that I was a part of a really important show during that time that had really iconic people attached between Dabney Coleman, who I'm still friends with, and Simon Baker and Farrah Fawcett, God bless her, rest in peace. And it started a lot of relationships you know, that have remained true to me ever since. I'm still friends with David Hollander, the creator of that show. And Dabney Coleman has been a mentor of mine for years. And that was a big moment to meet you guys through someone like Jay, who was such an icon in our industry. 
And, you know, here we are years later, friends talking about the time I was at the Emmys at 10 years old. You know, it's, it's really, it's crazy. If I, if I look outside of myself and the accomplishments and, and everything that Allie and I have done at, at such a young age, it's, it's really, I'm very, very proud of the life we've lived. Yeah, I, I'm so proud of you all too. And I'm so, I'm so grateful to have known you, to have met you and that we are still friends and we have this animal connection. It's all amazing. And Ali, tell us about one of your favorite acting roles. Tell us about what you remember, something you remember. Well, I guess kind of a cool tie-in with our pets and an acting role was Age and I, we basically sought out to, to make an independent movie that was kind of loosely based on our life. And we filmed this movie in Laurel Canyon at the home that we were at that point renting. And the movie's called Weep Away for Now. And we ended up actually having Willow and Rhodey. Rhodey is, has passed, sadly, but we had both of them in the movie, along with Bandit, who is no longer with us at all either. But she was our, she was really our like child, our, one of our first childhood dogs. And it's kind of sweet that they're like forever frozen in time on that we all shot together. And every time that I see a fan that makes like a little collage or a photo that snapped from it, and it's of one of the dogs, it just makes me so happy because they aren't around with us forever. So you have these little moments that you do cherish and remember. I love that. And I, I remember Bandit too. I totally remember Bandit. We came over for Thanksgiving one year and Bandit was there. And um, what, a be- what a beautiful way to put it, that they're immortalized a little bit in the film. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And AJ, you were in the film Secretariat, the true life story about the famous triple crown winning racehorse with, oh my gosh, icons, John Malkovich, Diane Lane, of course, the horse. Tell us about working on that project. That was incredible. There were about seven horses playing Secretariat during that shoot. And they were all just amazing to work with. You know, I haven't done a lot of film and TV that centers around animals, but being a part of an iconic story like Secretariat was just an honor because, you know, it's one of the greatest athletes of our time is that horse. And knowing his story and, you know, knowing that he's a triple crown winner and people to this day know that name, you know, Secretariat C. Yeah, there aren't many where you can really say, oh, wow, that was like the Michael Jordan of horses. And it was an amazing experience. You know, the trainers on set were extremely professional. We all felt very safe. I've been really comfortable around horses my whole life. So I felt really comfortable working with the horses. And so did Diane. You know, she had the most work to do with the horses because she was playing, you know, the legendary Penny Chenery, who owned Secretariat. And it was really cool to see her transform into such an amazing role. And to this day, that movie plays on TV and is kind of a Walt Disney favorite. You know, it's a staple for a lot of family homes. It's got a great message and it introduced kids to a, you know, incredible athlete like Secretariat. Yeah, I totally recommend that film to anyone, anytime. It's one you can watch over and over and over and keep getting messages and lessons and the beauty from it. And the director of Secretariat used to hang out. We would be in the hot tub at Pepperdine all the time. Like every single night, he'd be in the hot tub right when I was swimming. So we used to hang out in the hot tub, right? We all could have talked for a week on this show. But um, And he was talking, y'all had just done Secretariat and he was going on and on about you singing and, and your the audition. And he said that, yeah, she just said that she could sing. And I had her sing and he's like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. We definitely wanted to sing the, the end song. Oh, I remember. I love him. And Randall Wallace and I have reconnected and he's now, you know, back in my circle. We're friends. We stay in touch and he's got a beautiful place in Malibu. And I'm now, you know, back talking with Dabney Coleman. I see him. I was, we were doing dinner once a month before COVID hit. Yeah. You know, there's just 
full circle. David Hollander and I are working together again. I just did a, a Ray Donovan movie for him. It's just cool. so all this past has now become part of my future. You know, it's it's really amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. And I remember your mother or somehow we would always kind of kind of kid like, oh, my God, when they do a movie or something, Megan needs to play their mother. So y'all keep that in the back of your mind. too. <laughs> I, remember I don't want to do that. If it comes up, you don't forget me because I will be <laughs> You also don't age. I don't understand. It's like well, weird. you all don't either. I mean, y'all aren't little girls anymore. But and I also want to talk about the first time I saw y'all play. It was after we'd already met, obviously. It was at that little place in Malibu, and I'd never seen y'all play. And everybody knew you're going to be great. You had your guitars, your little little girls. We got these big old guitars, and we all knew you're going to be great. But we thought it was an AJ. I think you were like nine. It was something crazy, yeah. little girl. And we thought you're going to be like little, you know, good. But like bebop, bebop. Oh my God, no, the music was so mature and so deep and y'all were like 30 year old trained <laughs> mature voices and everybody was like, what? I mean, where, what? Who are these two little girls, old souls and these little girl bodies, you know? And so I'm, I'm just so happy for you that you have kept up with it and it's just exploding. Oh, I'll never forget that show. Yeah, yeah. you remember. Yeah, Me either, and, you know, it's funny because we recently had like a little Malibu day, Allie and I and her husband, uh -huh. and we took photos where the Malibu Inn used to be. You know, it's no longer like a bar club performance space, but it's right by this big aviator nation. And we were like, that's where we first performed. Exactly. And, we and 12 years old. And we played I think we played a sting cover. And uh, yeah, yeah you are amazing. I had just done a film and the movie director was with us and he had a little girl who was your age, who was AJ's age. And she's mm -hmm. a cute little girl. But he was like, what? You know, my child is smart, but these girls here, they're, they're like from some other universe. You know, he was like, what? <laughs> that is so, That's so sweet. Yeah. I want to hear more about all the amazing projects you both are working on, your new music single release, and we're on Pets right after this break. And Smiley is always with us. Good boy. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select Petco locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, my name is Danny Trejo, and right now I am on a super smiley adventure. I want everybody to be on it, or I'll come looking for you. Everyone here is super smiley. This message of unconditional love. 
And we're back on a super smiley adventure. I'm going to say it again with VMA winners, Ali and AJ. Yay! <laughs> so tell us about your new single, Get Over Here. Um, in the music video, I love the mood, the look, the wardrobe. Oh, my God. Especially the music, but it's just so cool. Tell us about creating this song and video. So this song is actually off of our deluxe album. We put out our record, A Touch the Beat, in May. And we really didn't know how many songs we were going to make in the process, but we ended up recording 16 songs, but felt like we didn't need to put out all 16 at one time. So we decided to hold back a few and our deluxe will be coming out next year and get over here is one of the songs that will be included one of four. And the song was written in Denver with a dear collaborator of ours, George Albrecht. And it it came about very quickly. It was a very natural progression in our session. And uh, it doesn't always work that way. You know, sometimes it's hard to find the song. Sometimes you struggle to figure out the melody or the lyrics. But for whatever reason, this song kind of came to us in in one day. And it didn't change much from what the demo was. So you're kind of hearing when you hear the song, you know, you're hearing the original melodies and those original lyrics. And I, I just think it's a great song. You know, it's kind of about this desperation for this new love that you found and and wanting this person to, you know, get over to your places as soon as, as possible because you can't, you can't stand being away from them. And we ended up shooting live footage of us performing the song at the Ace Theater downtown, which was a part of a live stream that agent I put on in May. And the footage really turned out beautiful. Yeah, it did. It's so great. And and you mentioned that this was very close to the very, very first, you know, um, pass at it. And it is, it's so raw, but I mean that in a great way, like real raw, like not overproduced. It is just, just awesome. I just loved it. And, and AJ, I'm, I'm moving really quickly. We're about to end the show, but AJ, we were just talking about Secretariat. And at one time you were the spokesperson for a large horse rescue. And Ali, you just mentioned the importance of rescue. Can y'all talk about either rescue or working with his horses, something just to, for our audience to, to know how important rescue is? It's incredibly important. I mean, first of all, I think it humbles us as human beings that there are so many animals out there that need a home. Second of all, it just gives us a new purpose in life. You know, as people, you can just kind of go through the everyday motions of just kind of living selfishly. You know, a lot of times we're just here to serve ourselves. You know, okay, what's the next job I need? What's the next paycheck? When's that coming? You know, and that's that's fine. That's everyday living. And that's kind of how we have to just manage ourselves to survive. But there's more to life than that. And I believe that that involves pets. I believe it involves rescue. I believe it involves finding a true hobby beyond what we're into as people and saying, I'm going to take my time and care for this other thing that won't be able to care for themselves. So I worked with Return to Freedom years ago, closely with Netta DeMaio, who founded it. And I actually became a dear friend with the photographer on the ranch at the time, Kimberly Curl, who's a dear friend and actually owns a wild Mustang here on the property where my mom lives. And every time I visit San Inez, her and I hang out and we hang out with her horse that she rescued. And she's taught me a ton about just the BLM and and everything they're doing wrong. And it's amazing to just kind of sit there and go, wow, life is so much bigger than just what we're dealing with. And a lot of times that involves animals and their vulnerability. So here we are as people to kind of say, I'm going to take you know, accountability here and say, rescue is the way to go. I think it's very, very important to rescue animals. You all are so, so well-spoken and so clear on your missions and, 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 you know, views of the world. And you've not only been advocates for pets and animals, but you are what I call advocates for life. You've been very candid about your struggles with taking care of your mental health, especially with the pressures of caring shows and TV series in Hollywood at a very, very young age. 
Can you all tell us about this and maybe, oh, about your songs? This is what reminded me of it, um, Attack of Panic and the song Listen, both of which seem to me to be anthems for self-care, standing up for yourself. What can you share with us about your advocacy and how important these issues are? Well, I think that there is still this taboo behind mental health and whether that's asking for help or just speaking about it openly. I know that a lot of people can be afraid to to come to terms with that. And I think AJ and I, as we got older, we found ourselves continuing to, to write about it in our music. And then eventually, I think, you know, it really came down to us wanting to write an op-ed about just the ways that we grew up in the industry and our personal struggles as young girls in, in the business. And that, you know, we had really supportive parents that were willing to talk us through many, many challenges and, and hardships. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, if you do need help, whether that's talk therapy or going and seeing a psychiatrist or just, you know, talking about your feelings with a close mentor or someone that's maybe still within your, your friend circle, but isn't a family member. I think that it's very important. I think that it's very normal a lot of creatives specifically deal with with mental health um, issues and there's nothing to be ashamed about you know we're all humans we're just trying to get through this life that isn't always necessarily fair it can be hard at many times and we're just here to let you know that you're not alone and we're struggling with those very same things ourselves you know just because we're in the industry doesn't mean that we are somehow protected from the places that our mind can take us. And we're very grateful to our fans for, for coming to us and seeking a, a safe place within me and AJ and our outer community of, of fans as well. I love that because the first thing is just to have the safe place to just acknowledge, acknowledge how you feel. And it's so great that you all are supporting openly everyone. Like you said, just we're all people here uh, struggling with whatever we struggle with. And Back to the animals, they are such great support systems, such great little grounding agents. So just one more question, back to the pets here. I know that animals for me are healers and teachers, and you both have already touched on this, but what have your animals taught you? How have they been healers for you? Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, you, you made a great point when you said they're grounding agents. You know, I think that's the biggest thing that a pet can bring you is a groundedness that we are all just struggling to find our way in life. And you look at a pet and everything kind of just stops in that moment. You know, there's a there's a neediness to them, but also a true unconditional love to them that is so um, visceral between a human and a pet. And my connection to Willow, you know, I tell her every day, she's my best friend. She's really been with me in every moment, good or bad, that other people that are extremely close to me maybe not even with me in. So it's amazing what pets can do for us. I think not only are they grounding, but I think they teach us a lot about vulnerability and care, self-care. And I think it's important that we take time out of our daily routine to reserve some space for just a walk with your pet. You know, I think that's really important. I, I don't do that nearly enough where I really just say, okay, this hour is dedicated just to Willow and I. It's funny, I'm here in San Inez at my mom's place this week just to hang out and visit. I needed some time away and I've been using this time to just take a walk. I'm going to go walk my friend's mini pony and give her a little hose down. And just that right there is the therapy that I've needed this week. Yep. I love that. I love that. Now, where can everybody go to keep up with your music? I know y'all are very active on Twitter, YouTube, but just say everything again. So we all know where to go. To yeah. They can just go to our Instagram, which is just our names, Allie and AJ. And they can check us out on Spotify or Apple Music, Amazon Music. And our YouTube channel, Allie and AJ, you know, we're, we're still in the middle of releasing new music. So come on by and take a listen. And we're going to be out on the road soon too. We'll be doing a, a 55 plus city tour starting next late February. We'll be overseas and then we'll also be back in the States. So 
come and see us when we play your town. Well, listen, I know y'all are busy, but anytime you want to come back on to promote whatever your your new album, your your next giant award you win, you know what? Thank you. We love you guys. Thank you. Hopefully next time we're talking about a Grammy. That'll be the next time we're on. There you go. I am so, we're so ready for that. I remember when you were little, you were like, we're going to win a Grammy. Yeah. And you won the VMA. That's, that's amazing. I'm so grateful. So happy Thank for you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Big hugs to all of you and the pets. Allie and AJ, I am so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thrilled that you took the time today to be with us on Pet Life Radio. And I cannot thank you enough. Thank you so much for joining us on a super smiley adventure. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Oh, we love you. Love you too. Thank you. And everybody, feel free to reach out to me at Pet Life Radio or through my website at meganblakeofficial.com or at webegannow.com. You can find everything I'm doing, my YouTube dog training videos, all the social media, and you can learn a lot of super helpful dog training tips on my dog training videos at my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Megan Blake. Super easy. And you can also meet with me in person for a dog training session over Zoom. My Zoom classes have been covered by Spectrum News and we've gotten great results all across the country. And if you're looking to improve or keep your dog's health, be sure to check out PetsLoveC60.com. And finally, thank you also to our super producer, Mark Winter. Mark does our show here and also does my fabulous bumper music that he composed and performs all about sharing kindness with Super Smiley. And to everybody who loves their pets, thank you all for joining us on a Super Smiley adventure. And remember, wherever you are with your pets, it's an adventure and we begin now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.